everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And as always, here with me at my co-host, D. Scott. Hi. <laughs> and the lovely Michelle Lyons Polito. Hi, everyone. And tonight's special guest is Queen Helene, Helene Verdile, <laughs> life coach and dear friend to us. And um, say hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. I love that um, name. I love it. Queen Helene. So, <laughs> so um, we've got Helene on tonight, um, return guest, because we really want to talk about, okay, 2020 rough year um <laughs> but a lot of wonderful things with the rough year and and like for people personally i think they really found some people really found their magic so mm. we really want to now we're in december the last month of the 2020 um and you know of course i think a lot of us can't wait for new year's to say bye bye felicia <laughs> and um so we really want to help you guys out there. M Michelle and I both have clients and Helene has a lot of clients that she coaches that are really trying to manifest um, things in their life that they, they want. And I get asked all the time. I know Michelle, you do too. Yes. About the boyfriend, about the career, mm -hmm. about the wealth and um, that we can see it happening. But then we know a lot of times you guys out there, you're getting in your own damn way. And oh I gosh. am living proof um, that Helene has helped me get out of my own way so um, to make some magic happen. So to that, I'm going to turn over to Helene for your initial thoughts about 2020 and manifesting. Okay. Yay. Um, well, I agree. 2020 has been <laughs> one hell of a ride for sure. <laughs> In the ding ding kind of a year. <laughs> but I also think that just what you said, great things can come out of this too. And what is it you're spending your time focusing on? Are you focusing on all the difficulty, all the yuck, you know, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where if that's kind of in our vibration, like this, there is this overall sense of fear. And I, I get it. And I really want you to all out there to know that one of the great things about our nervous system, it's set up to keep us safe. So when we hear something like, oh, there's a pandemic, we're supposed to be a little bit anxious and worried. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's actually safe behavior. Cause when you know there's something risky ahead of you, how do you slow down? You take a beat and you, mm -hmm. you know, kind of begin again. So that's great. But if we only stay in that lane, and we don't recognize all the good that's still around us, all the things we, you know, don't feel stressed out about doing. We, you know, if we're always focusing about it's difficult to get groceries, it's difficult to be in, you know, a room with people and be six feet away, it's difficult to like earn money during this time. If we're always in the it's difficult story, we will not ever get ourselves on the track we're looking to go. So we literally have to start calling into our, um, into our space. What, what has been easier? What, even if it's like, oh, I've spent more time at home and so it's really cozy and snuggly and that feels mm -hmm. wonderful. That's what we focus on. Well, for my empaths, and you've said it about students, emp empathetic students, um, it couldn't have been better. I think the energy yes. was getting so crisis high in schools totally and out, out in mm -hmm. the world 
that for my empathetics to finally have to say, yeah, no, I can't come out. <laughs> I can't be near you. So it really kind of helped like stop and reprogram and gave us the excuse to not have to deal with people's bullshit and Absolutely. their, their negative energy. So it, in my mm -hmm. case, I know, especially, um, it was, it allowed me to focus on my family more at home and be home with mm -hmm. them. Um, even if I'm working, I'm here. I'm more present than I've been in yeah. forever, forever, for years. I, I think it's been a blessing. I mean, at least for me, I, and in the beginning, I'm like, oh, can, can I do this? Can I do my work remotely? And now I can't imagine going back to the way I used to do it. it it's really the hermit in me is happy. <laughs> I think there's a hermit quality in me. But, you know, I find that if I do go out and I see people, it's like I want to run over and talk to everybody. It's like, I'm like, oh, oh right. It makes you crave it more, right? Talking everyone. Yes, yes. Oh, it's, that is true. I mean, there's, there's part of that, that, you know, manifesting is about keeping a high vibe, right? And so for those of us, like, I am, I'm like an extroverted introvert. You know, Same. I get so excited to see my people and I get so excited, um, you know, when I feel safe and, and mm. all good. It's wonderful. Um, and so part of that, I was just happened to be with a friend of mine on Friday when I saw her, as soon as she got in the car, she said, I just got to touch you a few times. <laughs> and last week when I saw Katie on zoom, you know, I was just like, Oh, I just want to see her. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, we're so used to doing like a lunch or something and, and just rambling talking yes. that it's just a bizarre thing to not have that where you go, Oh, let's go, let's go get in the car and go someplace. Absolutely. Just, you can't. And most places aren't open that were open before. And um, Oh, go ahead. For, for people who really thrive on other people's energy, it is hard to stay in that high vibe mm -hmm. if you can't be around people, right? If, if you really rely on that. So how do we kind of, you know, figure that part out is number one, doing this, you know, connecting. As soon as I saw you guys, I was so excited. Mm -hmm. um, and I was feeling super tired before I came on here, but I knew Me too. Like, you know what? I can't wait to see them because they'll raise that vibe. Yay. So it's about finding different ways to do that. Staying connected is a huge thing that brings us up into that, you know, next vibrational level. So that's really important. So I guess, you know, I'll say this on here. Some, some things that, you know, talk about the, the manifesting, taking the worry out of your, your mind. And I, I've um, read a little bit, and I, I actually never read it before, um, Nikola Tesla's 369 for okay. manifestation. I've um, heard that. Okay, girls, this is your homework then. So the, the, the thinking of it is because everything we do is energy vibration. Thank you, Tesla, um, for being the inventor and, and focusing on that. He said those are the magic numbers. And that three six nine so what you do is um you write down three affirmations and you write down the three affirmations um about something that you want so but you say it as an like i am so happy so and that's the challenge i always have right. in the so present like, moment in the present you say moment it so as if as if it's right. happening right and now. you've said that before yes. helene yeah and and it was um the example given was like i'm so happy with my soulmate um i'm i i've um like i'm blessed with all my prosperity so you mm -hmm. once you you get specific about those three 
um, that they've already happened. That's what you're thinking of. Like, how would the you feel once you had that? So you're writing yep. it as if you've already <clears throat> succeeded in having that wonderful relationship, the money in your pocket, whatever. And then making an the, assumption. I like that. Right. So you make that, that it's at your affirmation. So then the sixth <clears throat> is six times a day you review those three affirmations. And I know, Helene, you've talked about this before with us of having that and then like looking back at what your goals and your dreams are. And then the nine is on each one, you spend nine seconds, nine seconds. Okay. So nine seconds on each one of those. So it's three, six, nine. And apparently that's your magic manifestation numbers. Yeah. I am definitely <laughs> going to be giving it a try. And I want to talk from a, a personal um point of view with Helene because Helene everybody uh, you know she's a life coach and she's a, a good friend and she's my corporate sponsor but we back before pandemic um Helene spearheaded a women's group and um the women's group's goal was what you, what is your what is the mm. thing you want so we started meeting and um many of them wanted to grow their business or um, and start a new business, maybe make a, a bigger move. And myself and somebody else in the group said, you know, we wanted our love. Sign. We wanted <laughs> love. And you guys really, I mean, were so helpful. I mean, if there's anything anybody could do on Zoom, it would be something like that as well, is to start your own, like, almost support group yeah, for manifesting your dreams. And so when, when we did this, one of the, you guys made me get really clear about like a word to use. And the word I used was effortless. And then everybody was like, Oh, that's a good word. That's a good word. So every time I thought about love and getting rid of basically dumping anything else that was in my life, I said effortless. It's got to be effortless. If there's so somebody would show up or start to message me, and I'd be like, mm, "Are you any effort?" I'd be like, mm, "No, thanks." No yes, effort. <laughs> like literally. And in the past, I would have done that nice girl eighty thing. Like, yeah, okay, let's go out on a date. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I got I got ten minutes, you know. And after that, I was like, "No, no, thanks. Your effort. You're you're too much effort <laughs> too much for effort. me. Yes, effort." So and it worked. I love that. That's amazing. Absolutely. You know, I, I think that's so important what you're saying. There's a, like, that's a great affirmation. Great mantra. Oh my God. I love the three, six, nine. And you're actually taking, um, so I have like seven steps to manifesting and you're kind of crunching them down into three, but it's, it's, I love this idea because it's about getting clear on what you want and not just like, Oh, I want a car. I want a soulmate, right? So it's just, that's like really broad. <laughs> okay. Right. So I want a car and then all of a sudden like you've got, um, you know, what, oh God, well, a Hugo. Remember those cars? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Oops. somebody, what does that mean? I want a car. Um, so you get really specific, you know, but not so specific that you overlook. One of my great mentors once, you know, was looking for a soulmate and she wanted like a tall, dark, handsome um, I think Spanish man, that's, that's what she was looking for. And like what came to her when she finally awakened and recognized she was being so specific was a guy who was about two inches shorter than her bald and, um, didn't, it wasn't the least bit dark. <laughs> and, and she's like, Oh my God, but he is my soulmate. 
right? And she was willing to see like something, you know, she want, she got a little specific about what he would be like rather than right. what he would be like. And that was amazing, right? So um, it's starting to, to add and get more specific to what you want and then asking for it, which is what you, you know, said too, like how, how do you want to ask for it? So I, I highly recommend meditation and visualization, mm -hmm. writing a letter to the universe, right? But Ooh, getting like and then practicing it every day. So that idea of visiting it six times, you know, uh -huh. practicing it, spending, I always say like having, holding it in your frame of reference for at least 60 minutes a day. That doesn't mean 60 minutes at once. You could uh -huh. literally visit that idea one minute, 60 times during the day. But what is it that you really want? And spending time living in that space of what you really want, which I think is, is so important. Um, and Katie, really this, what you were talking about with effortless, okay, <laughs> is the thought of effortless, like, I don't want this to take a whole lot of work because I, you know, but, but on the other hand, there is some action items. So aligned. Right, action, right, right, right. And that's the difference. So aligned action is very different from, you know, that's like action with ease compared to disaligned action, which is like action with effort. So aligned action is taking steps every day towards that goal. Oh, okay. And it's kind of like if you said, hey, I want a new job in the medical field, but you keep going to school to get your business degree and you want to be a PA, those two things are never going to align. There's going to be a lot of effort because you're going to get done with one and have to do the other. Like there's just, you have to be, you know, on it's some kind of trail. So I'll give, uh, I'll give our listeners another um, how to with that. So for years I said, you know, you have to make your, you have to be specific about your goals and what your vibration is and be in alignment with that. I did not walk the, I thought I was, I guess I thought I was, but I wasn't walking the walk as far as that. So what do I mean? If, if you have clutter in your mm -hmm. life, you're not going to be able to be in alignment with what you want. It's not like you can go, well, I want more of that. I want that over there before you cleaned out your closet. Absolutely. So I, I, I thought I was doing that, but I wasn't really doing that. And my, as my girlfriend, Denise says, she goes, you're the only person I know that recycled relationships. So somebody like I'd get rid of them. I'd go through the breakup. And then like a few months later, they'd come back and I'd be like, eh, okay, like, I'll give it a shot Bye. again. And um, so I was recycling. But in fact, what it was, was I was lowering my vibration by saying, yeah, you'll do. You're not the soulmate, but I think I'm going to like try and make you mentally the soulmate. So again, effort. Yes. And not, that's that, you know, you're not letting go of the thing that you know. So if you have clarity on what you want, but you keep going after what you don't, you keep yeah. getting more of what you don't want. Right. So right. it's, you know, it's that part. And I think that the, this is, I think one of the biggest steps is trust. So it's easier to let go of what you don't want when you trust that what you do want is coming at you. And the way I think about that is literally if you can think about energy and know that like, it's kind of like, oh gosh, I'm trying to think if, you know, it's, it's kind of like if you go to the post office and mail a letter, right? And you're like, oh, checks in the mail. 
but it actually is in the mail, right? But the person <laughs> on the other end is just trusting, okay, two days from now, I'm going to get this thing. And in the meantime, it's on a path trying to get to you somehow, right? Oh, I like well, that analogy. That helps. It's that same, you know, thing where it's in the mail, okay? And, and it's, it's here and it's coming to you. So starting to act as if you're receiving it, talking like, oh, you know, and, and, not in talking, talking as if you've already received it, but uh -huh. also noticing what you have that you really do enjoy right now. Okay. So maybe I don't love this relationship at the moment, but what do I like? Um, and maybe, you know, I, I really love going out to dinner and um, meeting new people. You know, I really love learning about people. I really enjoy getting dressed up and getting ready and putting my makeup on, you know, even if you don't love the date, you loved part of it. So it's, it's not getting into that. Oh, I hate dating people. Right? <laughs> right. What do you like about the process and staying in that arena as much as you can? Right. And then looking towards the magic, I heard something years ago, Helene, that I thought was another really good analogy. I think it was when I was listening to the secret actually Mm -hmm. um, back when everybody first got the secret, I actually had the DVD and I, I don't know, I loaned it to somebody and I didn't manifest it back, but, um, <laughs> so I don't know who I give it to, but, um, two, two things with that. Um, my ex, um, was not a very, um, kind of like a positive thinking person. And, mm -hmm. um, I had him watch it and I really felt like it would help. And it did on some levels, but he wanted to manifest a new car and he was very specific about exactly what he wanted in his price range and everything. He, I was, I'm not, no lie. He watched the secret. He left the house to go buy the car. And I thought he's going to come home. He's going to be negative. He's going to be mad. He's not, he's going to be frustrated. The door flies open. And if you know, and Michelle knows my ex mm -hmm. holding up the keys and he goes, this shit really works. <laughs> He got a new car for exactly the price he wanted. And it was like all like fell right into place. So <laughs> I can I remember thinking to myself like, oh my God, it does work. It was um, kind of startling. And one of the things they said was, do you remember when you were a child and you wanted something like a new bike? And maybe you didn't even know that Santa didn't exist, but you still put out to the universe that it was coming to you. That's it. You, you didn't you, come up with the reasons it couldn't. It couldn't cut you. There was no yes. possibility that it couldn't happen. Yep. And you didn't worry about the how it was going to happen. That's exactly <laughs> it. So how many of us like cut out the, the magazines, like the Montgomery wards and, and yep. JC Penney's okay. like the wish. And you'd like yes. make it almost like a stick and paste, like mom, I want this. And mom, I want this. And so yeah. if I go back to that thinking, that I just was like, it's going to happen. I don't know Absolutely. how it's going to happen. It's just happening. I just know that's it is. It. That's because the way it is. I didn't that even happen. have the possibility that it couldn't. So it, right. it, that's it. You know, that, that's that mindset. I love that. And yeah. I think only some kids are so good at manifesting. We were out and about. My husband and I have been doing the ketogenic diet since the end of August. And our 13-year-old did it for a while with us. But, you know, he's 13 and... He wasn't going for it, and which is fine. He doesn't really need to to lose any weight. We were out and about over the weekend, and he starts talking, and I'm just watching him. He's like, "I'd really like to have fast food because I know you guys are going to eat something gross for dinner." 
can I have fast food? And then I didn't answer. My husband didn't answer. And then he went on. He's like, well, I'm not sure if I want Wendy's or if I want McDonald's. And he goes, well, I think it's Wendy's, but I'm not sure. Which he, he was manifesting it. And didn't my husband end up in the Wendy's drive-thru? I'm like, holy crap. And this is, I'm thinking we have Helene coming on and I have my son giving the perfect example of manifesting. Yes. Yeah, he right? just said it. He yeah. just said it and claimed he it. Was, he literally going through the steps. He was getting clearer and clearer, right? <laughs> I'm not sure what I want. Oh yeah, now I actually know what I want. Then he asked for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so his aligned action was probably keeping it like front and center in yes. the conversation. Yeah. And then he just trusted and surrendered. I'm getting it. You know, that's the big thing about continued manifesting mm-hmm. is when you receive it, notice that you've received it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Notice it and, and acknowledge it. Right. So that's kind of getting into a gratitude practice. Um, and I even think about, uh, you know, soul, a soul me, like when you're saying that, I mean, but the same goes for anything, even fast food. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how, how do you keep it strong and wonderful as you keep noticing it's there? You don't just like, okay, well now I have it. So I'm just going to forget about it. Right. The thrill of the chase kind of vibe. Oh yes. Um, you really notice it. You appreciate it. You acknowledge it. You keep kind of nurturing it so that it stays good and soulmate-ish, right? You, you, yep. you want it to stay that way. And that's well, one I think, of the, the things thing. you told me too, is, um, you had said to me, um, some of my, you, you basically had me pull apart some of my dialogue about my wants and my needs. And, and one of the things mm-hmm. I recognized is I said, and I was doing it as a joke for shows and even on the podcast or whatever, I'm like, yeah, nobody dates me. Nobody wants to be with me. Yeah. And I was saying that and I, and I was being funny. I was still being the hopeful romantic, but I actually was putting out there. Nobody, nobody wants, wants you. me. Nobody wants me. Nobody wants to date me. And, um, I was making that barrier. I was creating apps. And then yep. as soon as I said that, I, when I realized, or you triggered me to realize that I felt like, Oh, wow. I got to change that. And I, here I am. I'm a person that proclaims that to my clients all the time, but because I was doing it in this like joking way, I was actually crushing myself. That's it's so true. It's funny that you say that because Michelle's, you know, with, with her son, right. He's just not even noticing that he's just like, I'm putting it out there and like, I'm just going to keep saying it. (laughs) And, and it's going to be, so it's, that's actually a model of neuro-linguistic programming, right? The way we speak, what we're putting out there is what we're going to get back. And, and so I love that example. So he just keeps saying it because for him, like it's it's all going to happen. And, and for you, Katie, you're putting out there, you're putting your thing out there and like, it's that kind of self um, demeaning kind of thing is funny, Uh right? It's, it's loaded with laughter and laughter feels like good vibration and all that. Yes except it's a message that you're sharing. And it's like, nobody wants to date me, you know, like, oh, and, and we don't really recognize. Almost like a dare. So I have it. I, yeah, yeah, I dare you. I dare you to date me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it like, so as soon as I, so when that all first started, when was that last September, a year ago, September, we all started meeting uh, Helene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, September. And, it was September and we had a couple of get together girls get togethers and um, kind of all 
helping one another get clear. And um, when I hit about, oh gosh, I want to say it was December, January, really looking at the year like, okay, another year, another Christmas. And mm. I, I don't have the soulmate. And I wasn't really like, I, I, I can't say, like I have clients that get really sad about it. Like when, I wasn't right. really sad about it because I, I like, I, I didn't mind being single. I got, you know, cause I'm a busy girl and um, you know, you got to shave your legs when that shit's going on. So <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a lot of extra effort, but um, aligned action. Right. Are you sponge worthy? So, <laughs> so it was, so when I hit December, I really did. Um, and, and you've talked about this before too. And you, I, I really need you to help because even I forget how to do it, but you got to feel the feels. So yep. feeling the feels of, of it's okay to be alone. What does it feel like to be alone and, <laughs> and feel the feels? What will it feel like when you have that person in your life? What does it feel like to say no to somebody that you don't? Ooh, yes. and, and that was a hard one. Like, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but really in the long run, you're hurting their feelings. And what about your yes, own? Yes. Right. right. And, and your own. Right. That's true. And so, every time you allow in what you don't want, you send more of a message of what you don't want. So when you're allowing in the person that you know isn't point. so soulmate, just so you can like not be alone, mm. really, you know, that's, that's that, you know, you're having thoughts around that. That's just like not really aligned with what you want. Right. right. And that's, you know, manifesting is really about energy. It's all about energy. And, you know, I think that how do we keep our energy up is to really be doing what we love. So we are, we are better served to be alone in the soulmate category, but have a blast with our girlfriends, right? Cause right. Being in that fun, happy place attracts people. Right. Right. It's like, you know, we, we do, we so often block ourselves. That's, that's one of the big don'ts in manifesting is like, if you translate that into other things where there has to do with career, a move, if you're, if you're blocking with junk food, junk in your, you're yes. never going to have, you know, that amazing main course. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the same thing for all of these other things. So once, once I felt that and I, I had that happen in my own life and I, and Literally, when it happened, it was like I had gone through um, a couple of the guys contacting me through January, February, and saying the final, like, no, you're a nice person, but no thanks. Yes. And, nice. and, and really, like, getting good about it, like, it's okay. Good luck to you. God bless. And uh, then, you know, March hits, and this person reached out to me. They contacted me. Jimmy contacted me. Yeah. And it was, you know, he was in a different path on his life. And, and um, you know, now the rest is Facebook history. There you go. <laughs> I remember, because we were doing the podcast in person still, you came in and you looked different. Your whole vibe was different. And you even mm. said, I found my soulmate. And it was just different. You were it was, you were glow. You were just, I actually said to you, I just heard from this guy. I just have this, it, it's just bizarre. And I think it is. And then we couldn't see each other again uh, because the studio closed down. Okay, right. but, um, it, just before that we had on Jake Paul and we were talking about things. So again, we were talking about that manifesting, manifesting mm -hmm. love and 
um, where people should be in their life. But it was interesting just that you talked about being in that vibration so much. So when you are doing your daily practices or you are talking to people, Helene, how do you how do you get them to even start their toe in the in the water of like I was saying, like feeling the feels? Mm-hmm. What are some of the suggestions that you give? So the biggest part is I really I have a couple of like go to things. One is like meditation and visualization, um, and really understanding. I always have people kind of picture just what I said about like the male, but I, I say picture like this male shoot. And it's like, I don't know, you know, on the Grinch, how he like, he's in town, he hops down that thing and then he he's in there. Right. So some people's are longer than others. Right. But if you just know that the minute you get clear and you ask that it's coming, so there's a little bit of work you need to do in there, but you're the one who's speeding up or slowing down the actual delivery. And that's huge. That's huge. Because you have people, like Katie was saying, people come to us and we can see that there's a person out there for them. And right. How long? How long? And sometimes it feels like one of those old slide rules. And I always wow. say, you know, it's hard sometimes because it's not just there's free will and that involved in your destiny here there's there's the two things at play and you can still see the person's there for them but they've been pushed further back and that yes thing that explains and that's belief systems right so we have these self-limiting belief systems and if yours is stronger and it's overriding the belief that like i can have this what i want mm-hmm. i deserve what i want i'm worthy of this great love but how do we get worthy of this great love well we start by being our own soulmate okay mm-hmm. we we start by feeling like wow what do i love about myself right now like mm-hmm. there's a really big difference i teach people every day the difference between loneliness and alone okay mm-hmm. and like i love to be alone now but once upon a time <laughs> alone felt lonely right so if if we feel lonely then we're gonna put lonely out into the universe and we're gonna become more lonely so how can we really love our aloneness right now what are ways that we can become our own soulmate what is the belief system we have about this and we really need to take a close look because the more the belief system rubs against what it is we want then that's like slowing it down. It's coming really slow. Like friction. Yes, yes. And And everybody else who kind of believes it and knows it, not everybody else, but those people, you're like, wow, why is it so easy for them, right? And it's because they're working on their shit. (laughs) That's that's the truth. It's like so many people want to fight against their shit or they don't want to change. They just feel like, oh, I'd rather like you know, bathe. I love this idea. Wayne Dyer always talks about what you're marinating in. And I, first of all, I love food. (laughs) I didn't realize how much I loved it and I I love it now. (laughs) But what are you marinating yourself in, right? Are you marinating yourself? So this is a huge tool I use for these people that you're talking about, Katie, which is, you know, Mm, I like that analogy, right? As you rest at night, Whatever it is you're, you're going to sleep, marinating your brain in, hmm. right? That's like a big part of like your self-conscious. That's when things are, so, yeah, so, subconscious. 
that's when things are like doing their work. Mm-hmm. So what are you marinating in? You know? And so one of the things I really do before I go to bed is, well, now I watch a, net, a lot of Netflix, but before I watch, <laughs> before I watch the Netflix, <laughs> I, I really take time to ask myself, you know, what are these, what are these thoughts? Do I have to clean up any of these thoughts I'm having about what's possible for me? You know, is there, is there stuff that I need to clean up? And because I want my marinade to be fresh and clean and healthy and good. And so I really get into that. The other part is that aligned action piece, which, so with the feeling, how you feel, um, part of that is the marinating, but part of it is, is the action taking. And so if I feel like I can never have a soulmate, I'm not worthy, or if I feel like I can never reach my ideal weight or, you know, all of this is too hard or whatever, then I'm not going to be taking the right action steps. So acting as if, going back and kind of acting as if, or how would I feel have, if I had that in my hands right now? Right. Mm. How would I feel? And that feeling should feel like ease. And if it doesn't feel like ease, then it's go back to square one and work through it again. Or like I said, work on your shit. Hire somebody to help you work on your shit. (laughs) That I think is, I think that's a key thing because um, whether it has to do with money or um, like self healing, I think people get embarrassed about asking for help. And um, I think that once they have somebody say, no, it's okay. Like I'm a strong person and I got help. So you can see a therapist, you can see a life coach, you can see a Reiki master. Um, You guys, I mean, anybody who does any kind of healing work. Right. That I I think that once they get the breakthrough of doing it, that's probably the first part is, is um, being able to admit that something is wrong. I can't do it on my own. And again, if, when you were younger, there was no problem with asking for help. You know, I mean, maybe you grew up in a family that didn't do that, but you, you, if you were in school or you were other places, you, you would ask for help. And everyone needs help every now and then or various times. And no one can see their own shit. I'm sorry. You know what? True. It's so true. And it's about tweaking your mindset to want that for yourself. You know, I mean, to really know I want change. I want something different. And I always think when, if you're really not noticing that you're manifesting anything to create the life you desire, it's probably because you're really blocked. Hmm. So whatever it is that you need for support, it is about going out there. You know, it, it takes us time. The, the, one of the biggest problems I think is too, it's like, it takes us time to kind of recognize, oh, I keep tripping over myself. But by the time we recognize it, we're usually ready for great change. That that's the good part about it, you know. It's because yes. we never lose the ability. I mean, some people say, "Oh, I missed out. It's too late." Yes. What's that about? I oh, know. <laughs> that is not going to get us what we want ever. No. Right? No. I, I I might have actually said this before on here because I'm so amazed. But um, one of my clients, um, she's no longer actually. Uh, with us in this world, but she was probably one of my first clients and she was an 87 year old woman who really wanted to learn how to slow down and just read a book and read a paper because she had retired uh, 25 years before that 
and still hadn't read like a newspaper from back to front. And she just always loved to watch people do that. And, and she wanted to learn how to send photos to her children and grandchildren on her iPhone and things like that. Right. So it was so neat. Like she hired me to teach her some of those things at 87. And, and I was, I just gave her so much kudos for that. And, and part of it was a belief system that, you know, I have to work and I have to work harder and I keep having to work, you know, even though she had retired in air quotes, um, she had never stopped. She believed that in order to feel, you know, to be worthy, to feel worthy, she had to keep working. She had to keep, you know, her life had to be full of effort in order to, you know, be worthy of anything that she had. And so as we started to kind of break through that and understand that and, you know, slow down, I'll never forget the day that she like, you know, called me one day and left a message um, that said, you know, I finished my first book. Like, like it's been like 70 years since I read a book from front to back. I love it. You know, so it's, it's so interesting to me. I don't think there's, I don't think it's ever too late. Never too late. Mm-mm. So that brings me to, um, cause I want to hear your, like, like all your steps, but brings me to, um, people in the, in the process of, um, manifesting and not only can use this time right now, mm-hmm. um, to slow down and get even clearer, not get so overwhelmed, but get clearer about what they want and who they want in their life. And they can actually use technology. So for the listeners out there that are afraid and don't know how to load up Venmo and don't know, you, you know, Instacart has changed my life. <laughs> Same. A beautiful thing, isn't it? <laughs> oh, freaking love it. And then I think to myself, the other plus of like using Instacart, in case people don't know, you can basically go on, do your shopping and somebody delivers it to you mm-hmm. and um, it's all touch free. Like they leave it outside. Um, the two times that I've used Instacart for the marketing, they write nice notes on my bags mm-hmm. and you're tipping them. Obviously you give them a tip. So it's, there is a little bit of a, you could say there's a fee. Yeah. Um, and there's a back and forth, which is nice. They're doing right. something for you. You're doing something but, for them. Right. They're get they're getting paid for that. Yes. So we're helping in some ways, like a weird economy that we have yep. right now. Yep. And, and they're doing this and it's that feel good. Like I got, Sarah and I were unpacking the, the groceries and it was like all these positive affirmations on the bag. It was a husband and wife. I and love it. Sarah and I were like, holy crap. Like, are these our people or what? <laughs> yes, you know, and then the, the, the lady put it in there like a, uh, excuse me, a balloon that said, thank you. Little balloon. That's sweet. That's so, great. So using that, I don't have to worry about it. That's, that's an hour, two hours less of my time yep. of being in the market. I just helped the economy and everything got delivered right to my house. So I actually had peace of mind that I had everything there that I needed. Mm, I love that. Everything right. that I needed, right? One of my everything. favorite affirmations is, you know, I'm, <laughs> everything is happening all around me and I am fully supported. Oh, I like that. Okay. And I love that because I used to have to be in charge of everything. Okay. I had to be in control of everything mm-hmm. in order for me to believe things would be, would go correctly. And now I just mm-hmm. say everything is happening all around me, which means like my assistant is maybe making my appointments or 
um, you know, something, maybe my daughter's cleaning my house. I don't know, but everything's happening all around me and I'm fully supported. And when I started to, and one of my teachers, Gabby Bernstein taught me that, which let me just say that she also has a great book called Super Attractor. And she's got a manifesting challenge going on. So if you look up Gabby Bernstein, manifesting challenge or her super attractor book, they have helped me a ton. But, you know, really allowing yourself to be supported, Katie. And that's, and that's really what you said too, right? Freeing up your energy mm-hmm. for things that you're trying to learn. Well, because and here's the, here's the, the mother or the, the, you know, like a wife or whatever in you, you want to be everything, you know, we want to be the Oprah Winfrey special for the year yeah. and have it, have our shit all together. Fact, you're working, you've, you've got kids growing kids many times. Um, you're trying to either have a healthy marriage and date and you still want to look good and have everything in the house look good. Yeah. Well, you, you can't do it all. It takes, it takes a community. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And I think that's totally true. You know, one of my biggest things that I think I've learned in doing my own personal development work and all of this healing stuff is like, it's, it's my responsibility. It's, it's not my fault that things have gotten messy in my life that I maybe grew up with certain things or, you know, was treated different ways or whatever in my life. Right. had yucky mm-hmm. relationships or whatever. It's not my fault. But it is my responsibility to clean up the leftover like yuckiness, right? Mm-hmm. I, it's my responsibility to me, right? Not, not to anybody else, but to me. Right. And so that's how I think of it. I really honor the part of myself that every once in a while, I'll just have this urge like, oh, I want to conquer this, this next thing, this next, I'll, you know, it won't even be in my um, awareness. And all of a sudden I'll notice like, wow, I have like a weird belief system around like this certain subject, right? In, right. The, last, in the last probably five years, it was like, wow, I have some funky beliefs around money. Well, that's not anything I want in, you know, in my vibe. I don't want any of this around me. And so I really explored where did these come from? And I could trace them back somewhat easily, but they, you know, they come from like, oh, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, you have to work for everything you get, you know, all these belief systems, right? You want it done right, you have to do it yourself. You have to do it yourself, yes, all these (laughs) things, right? And I started noticing, wow, there's some really funky energy around that that I really am not interested in or available for. I no longer want this to surround me. I like that. I really couldn't nip it in the bud on my, on my own because this, they were such strong beliefs and I needed help figuring out where they came from and honestly had to let go of them. And one of my favorite things about myself is that I can ask for help and I love to receive help. I think it's, it's one of, you know, it's great. So that's a great place to be when you're in a place of manifesting. How can you, you want to receive so if you want to receive anything, how about asking, asking for help? Well, and don't you think, stuff. haven't you had the experience, uh, I'm saying this to both of you, you're thinking to yourself, geez, I really need somebody to help me get organized. I really need somebody to help me 
Um, I would love to talk to somebody about financial, um, you know, how to, how to save more or whatever. And you're getting messages not only from clients that specialize in that, like they want your help for something. So yep. you could totally barter and you're not paying Absolutely. attention because you're thinking about, you know, like you're chasing the dragon basically with, with yep. trying to, you know, fix the money, fix the house, or it would be really great if I had the person that could do X, Y, Z. If you, if you stopped for a second, you became more aware, there's mm -hmm. a total synchronicity of Absolutely. the people around you and, and the universe keeps sending it to you. We do. It happens. I, I, I mentioned yep. I, my birthday reading with Alex last month and I was thinking of writing a book about clearing work and I've been just like, you know, stewing in this for a little bit. And then I mentioned it. He, I mentioned like something about it. He's like, that's what I'm seeing here. And then I had a reading the next day and I, she's a, a regular client. I talk to her every now and then I mentioned it to where she goes, my son is a publisher and he'll publish it for you. It was like all within like a 24 hour period. Yes. Like, Thank you. It's right. Awesome. Right. I love that. That's great. And that's like, right. You're it's, that's that thing where you're in matching vibrations. If you think of like, vibrations energy as like different kind of rungs on a ladder and if you're um if you're you know on the second rung but like the thing you want is on the ninth rung how do you get yourself up to that rung because you can only yeah. get to it you know if you're kind of across from it right. um so it's it's thinking about you know how, how do you get yourself to that place a lot of times it's asking for help it's learning more about it mm. You know? I found that in my life, and, and probably you guys have done this too, there's some aspects that it was a, like literally a no-brainer. And maybe it was because I didn't have ego involved or I wasn't embarrassed to ask for it, like mentally or spiritually ask for it. And then there's other things like the soulmate. It was harder to like ask for that. And maybe it's the rejection. I didn't care in business or career if I got rejected, you just move on to the next thing. I guess mm -hmm. I never transformed that into other, like your other goals, your other beliefs that if, it, if it, that's not working, go on to the next thing. Don't well, and it's time. about your programming. So yeah. think of all of us have been programmed, right, about what works and what doesn't work based on our life experiences. Right. So if you, if you had a, you know, if you started with something, let's say in the business world and you hadn't yet come against any effort, if it always been ease, your belief system is ease. And even when there is some effort, you don't really notice effort. You just notice the ease. So it's easier to take a line to action because you're like, oh, I just do this. And then I go, you know, I can get around it each time. Right. With business, it, it always has been that way, whether I was, you know, working in retail or working for the chamber, right. chamber of commerce or even with this, I can remember the first day I I decided to be a psychic medium professionally and I was sitting at my desk and the, my first thought was, well, who are my like heroes in this field? Mm -hmm. And I looked at their picture. What was their magic? What's the, what's the aura around them that I would like to elude or I want to mirror that. Mm -hmm. And in, in doing that, it was easy. It was like, yeah, that's the way you do this. That's and look at your you language around it. You, you've literally just said, 
easy. It was always possible. Magic, aura, you're, you know, all these words right. you're using are just easy right. words. And then I would actually say to clients that, that at, like at the time I was still married and they were single that were really, you know, great professional women and tragic in their dating life. <laughs> Talk about, uh, you know, your life repeating yourself. Because then, <laughs> then that wound up being me. And now I'm obviously very, very lucky. Thank you, universe, for, for sending me him. But it was, I, I said to them, if you treated your relationships like you did a business deal, you'd never, yes. come, out, you'd never come out failing. Because yeah, that's their strength. If yep, you right. play to your strength. Yeah, like and and it's that's it. Your belief system is so powerful when it comes to this, you know. So I've how do we bust through that? Like, because I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm not that kind of person that can just go join a group or go and like be on like an executive board of whatever group. And and I, I remember sitting and thinking and going back in my mind to being like a five year old child in kindergarten. And, I, and the fact that I was able to do that and I saw, it's like, no, I'm sorry, it was fourth grade. And that teacher told me I was a, he called me a horse's ass. Can you believe that, a fourth grade teacher? Um, and I took that on and I never told my parents because I was embarrassed because I didn't want them to be disappointed in me, which is they, they would have just been at school beating the crap out of the guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. But it's all about a kid's frame of mind. And I was That's able it. to, and I did the, wrote a letter burned it on a new moon and let it go so love it that's fantastic that's a little bit of the work I do Michelle which is you know like trauma-informed life coaching so what is we all have traumas little lowercase t traumas that happen chronically over and over and over and over again and those develop make us develop these belief systems and so if we go back to kind of find that original incident right? And we ask ourselves, how old is the part of me that feels so scared about this right. thing that I want? And then we, you know, meet ourselves there and say, okay, like it's, it's okay for you to be scared. That's normal. Like when you're nine to feel scared of that, but like now I'm 51 and I'm not going to let my nine-year-old run the show anymore. So I love, I love that. You wrote the yeah. letter, burned it. Yeah. Be done with it. Yay. Now, I like that analogy, though, that you just used, Helene. I'm not going to let the five-year-old or the nine-year-old in me run the 54-year-old's life. That's so powerful. That's you, huge. But think? to know that she needs some love and she needs some caring, what does your nine-year-old need, right? She needs to be recognized like that was scary. That was wrong of that teacher. But, like, that's not here now. Look what we have now. We have all these possibilities and opportunities. We didn't have those when we were nine. We couldn't see that part. We just felt scared. I just told somebody um, the story the other day um, that I, I used to do, I, and I should be doing it again. I used to do a lot of yoga, and I would do it at home. I would, I would, I was working in retail, and you know, you were wearing heels all day, and you were running around on those hard floors and stuff. And I'd come home, and just to let go of all the anxiety and the stress of the day, I'd come home and do yoga. And the yoga that I would do was by the ever lovely um, Dixie Cotter from um, Designing Women. And she had a whole series. She was a, a real yogi. And one of the practices that she did at the end of the um, yoga sessions, the ones for like at night to relax, 
um, when you got all done, you'd lay on the floor on your back and she'd say, I want you to address the child in you. Mm. And I want you to go back to a time that that child was hurt or scared. And I want the you now to um, like comfort that child absolutely, and, and let that go. Well, every single time for like the first five ones that I did like that, I would lay there on the floor and I would cry and cry. And I did not have a tough childhood. I got it. You know, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate with the family that I have that I didn't have a tough childhood. Maybe teen years would have been hard. It's not even about that though, is it? There's still right. No, it's not. It's just things that happen to you that you think that, that like, you know, you carry. Um, and as my mom says, we're only as bad as our worst secrets and those secrets that you kind of carry in your heart that you're afraid almost like it's going to come back again or somebody's going to know. And once you let that out, it, you, you know, you nurture it and you let it go. That t- they can't control you yes. anymore. So, when you keep it totally, to totally. So Helene, give us some other steps um, that you, you know, you wanted to, to give us to help us um, now going into 2021. Yay. And um, it, it, to kind of get us on track a little bit. I think the most important step, really, I mean, after getting clear, you have to know what you want, okay? And then you have to ask for it. Those are really important, just like Michelle's son. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is about having fun with what you have now, being happy where you are now. What is good? One of the things that I have loved during my uh, quarantining time is we we got a new bed. (laughs) <laughs> I, talk, I talk about this way too much by the way um, people like send me like tag me in the sleep number bed ads on facebook because i love my sleep number bed my sleep number is 50 and so i've literally people who tag me in the ads and write like oh 50 um but it has this uh position that it goes into called zero g like zero gravity like one of those chairs you sit in by your pool yeah. And I freaking get in my bed and I put that thing on zero G and I love the shit out of it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, wait a minute. So do you and your husband have two different numbers? We do have two different numbers, but, but we still keep our bed at the same level. But yes, we have two different numbers. So his is like 30. That's love. we keep it at the same level (laughs) that's it so we can still roll over on each other's sides and all that stuff (laughs) the big thing is to know this i in that zero g i can freaking journal my best i can sing my best i can stretch my best i can do whatever i want because i love the coziness and the comfort of being in that space right my back doesn't hurt i don't feel like i'm 51 i feel like i'm 49 um (laughs) and i love it and so even in the morning bless you michelle um even in the morning like having my coffee when i love it it's wonderful and so it's not that you know i'm not trying to say stay in bed all day i'm not like the grandparents on charlie and the chocolate factory i'm just (laughs) saying that i literally i gotta tell you i literally could be like now that we've gone into winter it's like mm, the bed the bed i really love it i enjoy my space so how do you so one of the things at night i really get into is oh i'm so lucky i'm so blessed this is so comfortable my back feels good and i start this languaging and one of my i love abraham hicks and if you've not you know listened to abraham hicks anybody out there hop on listen um 
listen to that, but it's especially an Abraham Hicks meditation is all about all the things that you really like and love about what's in your present moment. Mm. And, um, so I think getting, if you can find gratitude and happiness and enjoyment and appreciation for what is up right now in the moment, even if there's the tiniest little things, um, you know, having clean, cold water or having your hot tea or having your cozy socks or your zero G bed, whatever, get into that thought process because it changes your life. If you're only paying attention to and focusing on what you do not like, you will get more of what you do not like. So get into what you do like. I agree with that. that. Surround yourself with things that you do like as the most simple, simple things you can think of, but surround yourself with that and things will slowly begin to change. You know, Sarah does art. Sarah, Sarah is obviously a natural artist. Sarah does art anytime that she wants to change her energy. And uh, it's almost like I, sometimes like if she's saying like, Oh, I'm tired. I'm stressed on this. I'm like, why don't you go draw? Why don't you go paint? She'll go. It's almost like she forgets. Yep. And she'll go, Oh yeah, I think I'll do that. Like my, I love to walk. And I love to um, like watch Netflix or um, Mm -hmm. read. And that is literally like a treat for me. So like you're saying, like, it's my feel good thing. It's like my reward. Yeah. And it probably shouldn't be like, I I think of it as a reward, but it is my, my feel good thing. If I want to change my mindset, those are my go-tos. Yes. I like to read for myself. Just read tarot for myself. It's kind of like a date for myself with, with a tarot. That's oh, fantastic. That's, that's fantastic. a good one too. Yeah, anything, anything that feels good is valid. And I think, you know, the more we get into that routine, the more, the quicker we're going to notice our stuff coming at us. Right. What other steps, Helene, that you can give our listeners to help them get back on track um, with, with what they want or, you know, taking one thing at a time, whatever it is. Well, I think, I think trusting that and, and believing that you can have what it is that you desire, mm-hmm. um, taking inventory right there to see if, to see if that's clear. Cause if that's, there's not a clear channel that you can trust that you can create that or that you can, you know, it's actually achievable for you and you can like surrender and let that happen. If that's not a clear channel, nothing's going to happen. That's where the block, a big block comes in, you know, the friction that Michelle referred to. So if you feel like you're there, Uh really ask for help. I think that's a space to definitely ask for help because um, if you're taking all the aligned action and you're doing the steps and you still feel like this massive resistance, so negativity is resistance. You know, one of the things that you said, Katie, a little bit ago, um, was like, oh, you're talking about Sarah and like, oh, she almost forgets, right? She forgets that she has that option. But one of the things that our brain is, our brain is so magnificent. It's, I can geek out on this all night long, but I won't, I promise. (laughs) Um, It's, it, it runs on a negative brain bias because it's, it likes to be super efficient and it likes to take the same neural pathway all the time. And if you don't wire it and change it, you're going to keep finding yourself in the same place all the time. It's like the path of least resistance. If you go to the top of a sledding hill and you, you know, are about to like fly down the hill, but you're like trying to cut your own trail, 
And all of a sudden you kind of cross over all of a sudden you'll notice like, Oh, if you get into somebody else's like rut, it goes even faster, right? It gets faster when you're in the ruts. And so to know your brain is doing that too, it's, it stays in that old recording. So it's a time. If you keep noticing you're stuck in that same place, how about reviewing the recording, seeing if, you know, that rut is kind of deep, it's time to rewire. And that's what that, that, you know, what we're talking about, which is, you know, hiring somebody, talking to somebody about it, asking for help, reading something different, trying to find a different perspective, a different point of view. Um, but brain rewiring is about getting rid of those ruts, clearing out that old belief system that served you at some point in your life. It does not serve you now. And how you notice it doesn't serve you now is because it doesn't feel good anymore. Right. Right. You're waking up like, and I, I know I did this myself, but you're waking up immediately on alert or you can't sleep because your, your mind is on, on alert all the time. Like you just can't, so you're not in the right vibration. Something's not aligned. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And it's like you're stressed or worried. Yes. And it's about, you know, you're not, you don't feel like you can fully surrender or trust that everything's, you know, Everything's happening around you and you are fully supported. I mean, imagine if we all started saying that and really trusting that that's actually happening. What a big change that would be. Yeah, absolutely love that. Um, Anything else, Helene, for us to be doing? Um, I would say the the last thing I just want to say, which which I did touch on, which is when you receive, acknowledge. So any little thing, any little step in the chain, any little like thing that you've noticed, for instance, um, if you, you know, get a, get a credit, you know, you're trying to in, uh, save money or increase, you know, your, um, you know, credit score, anything, credit score, net worth or bank account. And you notice like, you're trying to have better vibe around money and you get an email, Oh, your credit, you know, your credit's been increased. Acknowledge like, Oh, that's because like I raised my, my vibration in that area. If you get a refund for something that you didn't know, if you get the $5 little check because you won some class action suit, you know, against (laughs) somebody, whatever. Don't just be like, Oh, great. Five bucks. I got $5. I didn't even know it was coming in the mail. It was coming down that tube all the time. And it just shot out at me $5 and I'm going to be like, oh, big whoop, five bucks, right? This isn't enough money. Well, then we put out that vibe. This isn't enough money. So how about noticing and acknowledging every time you find something that feels, you know, like a gift to you or just like an extra special thing. Maybe, maybe it's a simple smile. Maybe it's a look up at the stars and saying thank you. But it's just acknowledging in every moment that you know, some, these good things are coming and, and, you know, being like, wow, this is wonderful. And getting into more of that vibration. That's beautiful. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so, so Helene, you, you mentioned, um, uh, Wayne Dyer, Mm. um, the other author there, just repeat that again. Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein, um, and you also talked about Abram Hicks. Yep, Abraham Hicks. Ah, that is ah. Uh, there's she. She. It's an interesting. That's like a collective mindset. Right. Abraham Hicks. Um, but uh, there's a great bedtime meditation that you can listen to. There's lots of good Abraham Hicks stuff. That was probably after the secret. That was probably my first um 
uh, what do I want to say, resource for learning about manifesting. There's a book, The Law of Attraction. Um, that's really good, but a ton of those books. Deliberate Receiving is another one, but lot, any, anything you can get your hands on in that arena is, is valuable. My Christmas reading list is expanding. <laughs> I know, I know. I was just thinking the same thing, that I really want to start to access more of that, to put that out, um, whether it's on my own Facebook page or um, to, to clients, because I think that it's so helpful to yeah. give them, you know, something to, to walk away with that says, hey, but try this, try this. So um, for our listeners, um, uh, Helene, they can reach you on Facebook, correct? Yeah, on Facebook at Helene Verdial. Um, it might even be Helene Verdial Life Coaching. <laughs> I, I think it is. Like um, Helene Ver- <laughs> right, Helene Verdial Life Coaching. And Helene has been um, not only doing uh, Zoom sessions, but she's also been doing um, classes um, to help people really like evolve in their own energy. Correct. Yes, thrive. thrive. Thrive is my my most recent class, and it has been really wonderful. And we do a lot of work with the chakras and something called Kundalini meditation, which is so fun if you have not tried it. A great way. So Kundalini is a wonderful way that I think I am always using that technique to raise my vibration. Um, anybody who's interested, one of my favorites out there is um, it's called Rama Dasa, R A M A D A S A. And, um, you know, I literally just put on that. I go to YouTube, you can just put in the search Rama Dasa, and it's going to come up with this wonderful song. Hopefully, it'll be the, the same one I get, but she's a great singer. And it's just a meditation, and you just kind of picture self laying in a circle surrounded by people who love and support you and ask for what you want to receive, ask for what you want to heal. And you just lay there and allow that to come over you and surrender. Great stuff, Helene, and appreciate your time tonight so much um, for us and for, for our listeners. I feel like my energy is like right through the roof now talking to you and like all excited. Um, and again, for our listeners, if you want more information, you can message Helene on her Facebook uh, page and um, ask her maybe when her next class is going to be and when you guys can sign up, or even if you want to do one-on-one sessions, it's amazing and life-altering. So it's really very helpful. So thank you very much for uh, helping us. You know, you helped us at the beginning of 2020. I remember. I loved that night. I left my sweater, remember? In the yes! <laughs> yes, and then I had to bring it back. Um, yeah, so uh, you you always leave a little bit of yourself with us. So, um, so thank you so much again, and um, thank you to all our listeners for your continued uh, support and suggestions. Thank you. So please like us, continue to share us, send us more suggestions. We love it, and we love to know what you guys are listening to. I love it when I get feedback on Facebook, like, oh, I just heard the episode. That was hilarious, and, you know, whatever. So I love hearing from you guys. So thank you so much. And um, uh, as always, thank you, D. Scott, for being a wonderful producer. Thank you, D. Scott. You're welcome. You're a doll. You're so so well-behaved. I know, right? (laughs) He only chimes in when he has to chime in. And then he does, he does all the great editing and stuff. Yep. Thank you all for having me once again. I love thank it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Helene. I really appreciate it. And thank you, as always, Michelle, for being my soul sister. Well, thank you, Katie. Ditto, sister. Thanks so much, guys. Have a wonderful night. And everybody uh, stay healthy and enjoy your holidays. Just take a step into 
Thank you. 